Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome, and thank you for listening to the last show. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, More to come on that, more to be revealed. Um, I want to thank all of you for tuning in today. I got to tell you that uh, one of the things I've discovered recently is what is it about my day that will either make my day like a day or will be a little bit more challenging? I'm really looking at things introspectively these days. Um, And one of the things I realize is that when I meet people like Adrian Cobb, my wild magic, Adrian Cobb, when I meet people like Adrian, I spend some time. The, the questions and the answers that get revealed don't just get revealed like in a moment and then they go away. Like if you work with Adrian and you get to sit down and take a look at your soul blueprint. If you take a look at how you can be more open to the light in your life, if you could realize that in your life, you have a personal tribe of light. If we could remember and remember what you're about to hear today, if you can remember or work with Adrian and and be reminded of certain things, then what you'll also learn is that there are some things in our lives that don't serve us anymore. There are some parts of who we are in our nature that are not going to get us to the places we want to go. And so today, get ready. Get ready for the Tribes of Light with Adrian Cobb. Get ready to talk about how to connect with your personal Tribe of Light. And to talk about what the seven different tribes of light are. Is this something for a small group of people? If you know anything about My Wild Magic and Adrian Cobb, what you will know is that a purpose and a passion as young as 15 years old, a near-death experience, meeting her tribe of light, You get to hang out in a brilliance, a sheen, an opening that is so loving and so caring. And in the work she does and today in the show, we're here to remind you of that. Please don't settle for the dark. Please. Adrian, it's great to have you. Yeah, good to have you too. Thanks for such a great introduction. I can tell you in my life that I know I can pinpoint another point in time where, and and I want to use this language because this is the language that I reference. I've settled for the dark. And what I mean by that is 
I either was not aware of what was available to me. Um, I either was aware of what was available to me and didn't know how to access it, or I was neither of those and lost hope. And I want to ask you, I just briefly described you, to have a personal tribe of light, if we could just hold on to that, how would our lives be different? It's really different. I mean, one of the biggest things is you you just don't really feel alone in the world the same way. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times we come in and sometimes we come into family units that are probably going to play out a lot of our karma, you know, like every once in a while you do get energies where you get to have uh, a really warm, fuzzy family and all's good and all's well. And everybody's like a higher consciousness and on the same plateau. But usually you end up kind of getting put into families where there's going to be um, opposites in a sense where you're learning through karmic life issues. And it's meant to kind of sort of push you up and have to almost discover things about yourself, like a challenge. But when you have your tribe of light, they are, they're with you through lifetimes. So when you go to sleep at night, you are normally out working with them on the inner levels. If you meditate, you're usually kind of hanging out, sitting with them when you're asking for guidance, if you have a divine intervention to help keep you on track. So they're with you all the time, which is a nice feeling, but they're also the family that knows you that you're one with in that very you know collaborative community type energy on a much higher level and they're here to help you with the greatest fulfillment of your life and when you start to relate to them it makes a big difference you know i i was talking i'm gonna back off my mic a little bit um I was talking earlier and I've really done a, a number of shows like this and I was meeting with Linda and Jessica and I was reflecting on the sessions that you and I had on the soul blueprint. And what was interesting to me was, you know, at the time we were in the middle of it, there were things that I took in, but since that I really noticed how perfect the pathway has become. And what I mean by how perfect the pathway has become, it is, there is less of my doubt, mm -hmm. less of my fear. And generally speaking, I just wonder what the purity of that would feel like to know that completely. And for our listeners today, you know, I use the word purity in, in a, a very different sense. What if we could just, and more importantly, be in that personal connection with our tribe of light? What if we could be there in the moments where we're happy and moments when we're sad, in the moments where things are easy, in the moments where I burnt my toast today? and by the way i ate the burnt toast just saying <laughs> uh, yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so uh you know whenever we're we're babies and we're children 
these beams are around us. And with little babies, what happens is they have more of an etheric vision. They're seeing more energy than they are matter until your eyes adjust. And then we switch over and we start seeing more through our physical eyes. And so for some kids, I think that infants particularly, you can see them kind of looking around a room a lot of times and maybe smiling at things. And you know they're looking at something. And then animals, pets will sometimes do the same thing. They're very aware of beings in the room. And oftentimes those beings are their tribe of life, right? So you have them with you then. And then at some point, maybe something kind of scares you or you just start to come into your body or, you know, and you just kind of gradually sort of forget them. And it would be amazing if we had all been taught early on that they're not just invisible friends, which they are great friends, but um, really that they're that they're here with you, that these are beings. Like I think that the Chinese culture teaches it a lot through, in their way of doing it, it's probably through the person's heritage. You know what I mean? Like, oh, your, your relatives are hanging out, helping you. So they have a whole belief system that these beings are always looking after them and over them. Yeah. Um, and so the tribe of life is similar to that. It's a little bit more expanded than just, you know, your, your relatives in a sense. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a really nice feeling knowing that something is looking out with you and for you all the time. And the more you open to that, the more you invite them in, the closer they come. And then you start to feel the signature tone of, oh, that's, that's my angels, or that's my star beings, or that's the ascended masters. That's the beings I work with, because they do all have a feeling tone to them. You know, and people will ask the question, are there different tribes of light? Um, what are they? And how do we know which ones are ours? Now, it's so funny you just talked about this. I hope Linda's listening to the show. I know Linda spends a lot of time on the phone, but I hope she just heard what you said. She's house sitting for her brother's dog, okay. Okay. Daisy. Daisy. Yeah. Loves Daisy. Daisy loves Linda. But they go to bed, and the dog, and Linda's talked about things, a feeling in her bed. They go to bed, the dog just starts staring, just like the little dog. It's a little dog and just like staring right there. And you just know, staring. they're looking at something. They're not just staring off. They're not space. just staring. They are in communication with something. Yeah, exactly. That's and so we're going to talk about this as the show goes on, because, you know, my sense is when I'm not fully aware or awake, there are other signs or other ways or other things that show up to point me. Are there different tribes of life? Do I get to pick mine? <laughs> well, that's a great <laughs> question, actually. And, uh, the answer is, yeah, in a way. So this is kind of how I see it, is that we're all, let's say, coming from this source energy. Like we're all swirling in the source, and we gain enough energy, let's say, enough consciousness that, that at one point we come from that source energy and we become like an individualized flame of consciousness, and we're just a flame of consciousness, right? We're like a light. Well, you kind of have to go somewhere, right? And you're, you're not exactly ready to come into human form yet. So what happens is when you become an individual flame of light, based on your unique signature tone, you're going to end up going into one of the different tribes of light, one of these different dimensions that's most supportive for your soul blueprint, which is something that spans lifetimes. It's not just a one life, one deal thing. And so, uh, so the different tribes of light are the cosmic avatars. They probably are the furthest out, the most expanded 
cosmic avatars, if you weren't looking at any human form, they govern planets and star systems and big things, you know what I mean? So people who relate to that particular tribe of light are oftentimes very expanded in their thoughts. They'd rather just be a guru on a mountaintop and just pray for the world and not really deal a lot with mundane type things, you know? Um, so if you're in human form and you relate to that, you might feel like that, you know, like the Dalai Lama is a good example of that. And, you know, uh, Tidnat Han and, uh, Yogananda, um, you know, some beings like that. Then you have, um, your galactic tribe of light, which are coming more directly from the great central sun. And it can also mean that you're working with a, a bunch of different beings that are in service to, all the different universal systems or to the earth itself. But you think about great central sun beings being a little bit more fiery, um, <clears throat> a little bit more passionate. They can multitask and they're, they're drawing literally from that great central sun energy, right? It's very close to that source energy. Then you have planetary light beings and they can sometimes show up like tall rays of light if you were seeing them on the inner levels in different colors. Planetary beings deal more with your higher self. So people who have that one, are more mental based, they are more logical, they don't really like a lot of emotional drama, you know, they're not into it, they don't understand that language. They can have deep compassion, but they're not necessarily very emotional. Um, they see things more through the mind and logic and, you know, their higher self. And then you have the star beings, which are very childlike. They come more from the star systems. Planetary beings are coming from planetary systems, star beings are coming from star systems. And, uh, you know, um, well, let me back up. So with galactic beings, it might be an example of like Oprah. She has that kind of energy. Um, uh, Siley, uh, Mar uh, Miley Cyrus has that kind of energy. Um, you know, very creative, very galactic. They want to make a big difference to a large group of people kind of thing. And they just have that kind of charisma to them, right? Planetary beings are going to be sort of like Mr. Spock, you know, on one hand, uh, you know, Steve Jobs, uh, um, uh, the Hawk, Hawk, Hawkins guy, you know, um, I think it's David Hawk, Hawkins, yeah. um, Gates, that kind of thing. And then when you get to the um, star beings, you're looking at a lot of your actors and actresses and musicians. They're just very childlike, very emotional. They're putting all their, you know, music into things, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and they do work a lot out of that inner child and that emotional body, but they also work out of the higher self and they're very creative, very futuristic, bringing ideas in from the future. And a lot of your millennials, a lot of your gen, gen Y, they're coming in a lot. The millennials and stuff are coming in a lot from the star systems to help improve the, the systems of the world, you know, the infrastructures of the world that need to be kind of upgraded. Um, then there's the angels, you know, which people love the angels, you know, but the angelic beings are going to be more heart centered, more soul related. Um, they deal more with feelings, which are different than emotions. Emotions can be very fast moving all day long. Feelings is kind of what's going on at a deeper level. And so there's the angels. They're very service oriented. They want to make sure everybody's okay in the room. Um, the ascended people who deal with ascended masters are, have, the ascended masters in the nature kingdom are derivatives of the other five, but they're their own dimension, so they do have to be kind of listed. And the ascended masters, like our big brothers, big sisters, it's gonna be like Kuan Yin, uh, Buddha, Mother Mary, Jesus, that kind of thing, Saint Germain. Um, 
and they're kind of helping us. <laughs> yeah, they're kind hanging of, out back there. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, they're helping us with um, kind of learning about our own soul mastery and how to be in the world. Then the nature kingdom are people who just love being in nature. They are the animal and the plant impasse. They just live for the earth, you know, kind of energy. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the seven different tribes of light. So what happens is when you become an individualized flame of light, you will gravitate to one of those dimensions that best serves your soul's evolution, right? And that'll be your core, your primary tribe of light. But then along the way, uh, you might pick up other tribes of light because let's say you're a star being and you're learning that and you're working in the star systems, the Syrians, the Pleiadians, the whatever, you know. Um, but then you want to learn about the angels because you really like knowing about the feelings of people. You might then pick up the angels. So now you're kind of a hybrid. Now you're like an angelic star being type thing. And then a lot of people will say, oh my gosh, I got so much consciousness. Now I want to be of service on a more planetary level. So now I'm going to join a galactic council. Or I've had past lives where I've worked with certain ascended masters and I you know what I mean? So you can mix and match them along the way, but you do usually have a primary one. Well, I want to talk about this for a minute. And I want to take a break and come back and talk about it for a minute, because there are three things that for me that have been of interest to me, especially since you and I talked about it. When we come back, we're going to talk about the soul blueprint. But if people go to your website, mywildmagic.com, they can take the quiz. This is fascinating. I took the quiz. I'm going to share it with, I share it with Adrian when we during break. But I took the quiz, and when I took the quiz, it explained something to me that I couldn't explain to Linda. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tell you all what it is, Benny. Benny, you'll get this. So during the last show, I told everybody that one of the performance reviews that I got over and over again as a corporate executive was, wow. She is amazing, outstanding in all the boxes. And then they would like come down, like they all got together, like my boss, my boss, and they would write, you know, really great, but we think she's really from another planet. When we come back, what do you think my tribe turned out to be? And why is it that I cannot not watch the entire series, if it's available, any show that has to do, like on Apple TV Foundation, with space or the future. Let's take a short break. That's for Adrian Cobb to answer when we come back. Soul Blueprint. Do you want to know about it? 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Guess what? You don't need to wait until the new year to set new goals for yourself. Hi, I'm Joan Marlowe, the host of Awareness to Action. And I'm taking this concept to a whole new level. I've developed a program to take your awareness to action in 90 days. Let me introduce you to your day one. Day one can start any day you choose. So why not now? We will use powerful brainstorming, mastermind, visioning, and goal setting techniques to open your awareness of what you really want in your life and take action with intention to get there. Choose to work with me one-on-one or in a small group. Let's connect, lift each other up, and hold each other accountable. I'm offering a free consult to design your program. 
Visit my site, PeacefullyHealing.com, to connect with me, and let's find out when your day one will begin. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hi, I'm Carrie Nail from Nailed It Radio. Understanding our personality preferences can be huge in conquering miscommunication with others. For example, people who prefer extroverted energy tend to speak as they think and want to communicate by talking. However, people who prefer introverted energy tend to think quietly about their response before speaking and prefer to communicate by writing. And so a great strategy for both energy preferences is when extroverts want to brainstorm out loud, they should give introverts information ahead of time to think and prepare quietly before sharing out loud. An introvert should plan for quiet time before and after being with extroverts and let extroverts know that he or she needs time to think before giving an answer. I specialize in helping people understand these differences so you can take them into every aspect of your life to thrive. For more information, you can visit my website, kerrynail.com. That's K-E-R-I-N-A-I-L.com. Life can be demanding, but sometimes our wheels are spinning and we're too focused on making them turn to notice we're stuck in the mud. Tune into The Pause with me, Ellen Wyoming Deloy, every second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Learn how to stop, reflect, and start moving forward with intention. And if you're really looking to jumpstart your personal development, schedule a free coaching consultation with me at ellenwyomingdeloy.com. Are you ready to experience full body system wellness? Tune in to the Empower Me Show with Pam Bright, a spiritual toolbox for your life. Embrace the fullness of who you are as a spiritual being having a human experience. Pam Bright is a multidimensional healer, light language channel, energy intuitive, and spiritual transformation coach. Join her for a rich conversation about how to unlock all your spiritual gifts. Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, listen, first and foremost, um, I, I want to make sure all of you know, one, how you can, first of all, work with Adrian Cobb directly. And I want to make sure that we take a moment before we jump right into Soul Blueprint and our tribes. Um, my wildmagic.com. And when you go there, you're going to see a number of things. We're going to actually talk about Soul Blueprint next. But the other thing that you're going to see, which I've become a member of, is um, it is a membership that you can participate in. And in that membership, there are a lot of tools available to you. The question that I love here, I'm just going to say to everybody, you've heard me say this before, and I'm going to say it again. I have to have coaches and mentors. I have had to have them all my life. Sometimes they've shown up magically and have been there for me. But now I get to realize I can't take the journey alone. In a lot of ways, Benny has been my mentor. 18 years of stepping into this and not knowing how to do anything, Benny has become a mentor for me. So there are different people that will show up in your life. And 
if you are at this place and you have gone through the past two years like most of us and you're doubting yourself and your life, answer this question. Are you ready to open your heart and live your best possible life? That's what Adrian does. Um, MyWildMagic.com. Adrian, what can you just let folks know what you've made available, what events you have going on, if you could? Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, so I do have a monthly membership, and it has Wednesday night meditation calls, and we are connecting to the different tribes of light. We're connecting to more specifically ascended masters and angels that help us to, that kind of govern the chakra system and help us to manifest in our life. And it's kind of cool the way this is set up is because I set it up like a quantum prayer field. And what that means is we're kind of accessing the, the quantum mechanics of the universe when we do the Wednesday calls to where you're sort of held in a, um, you're held in a 24 seven, you know, quantum light field in a sense. And so basically all throughout that 24 seven period, what's happening is throughout the month is that your, your energy field is being kind of raised and lifted. It's almost like having somebody blessing you or praying for you 24 seven, you know, in the membership and then whatever ascended masters, beings of light, angels, et cetera, tribes of light are coming that are working with us. They work with you on the inner levels, regardless of the Wednesday night meditation, but the meditation that we started the first of the month, it kind of spans the whole month. So we have a whole month to integrate those teachings. Um, the second week we get into actually blessing the earth. I think it's super important to kind of give back in a way. Um, the third week I do some questions and answers, but it's also a little bit more of a meditation. Then the fourth week, I do have a medical intuitive person on because we are in physical form and I'm a big believer of whatever you're going to do on spirit. You also want to have your physical body up to par. So I like keeping that balance. So each four Wednesdays, we're doing something a little bit different, but they're all sort of meditation based. And, um, you know, I do offer quests. My next quest that's coming up is a seven day solstice quest in December. I do a June one, a December one, seven days, and they're virtual quests. So they're online, sort of, not online, but they're on phone. And they're super powerful. They are supercharged, quickening type energy for your soul's evolution. Then I do also offer the soul blueprint, which is a, it takes two sessions to do it, but we're spanning six different things. Your form of intuition that you use, your tribe of light, how to access them your power flames, which chakras that you, that kind of create your own personal code of honor, uh, the energy of your sacred archetype, how to step into that, the energy of your karma, because that's what you're coming in to kind of work through, and then your dharma, so the soul blueprints designed of those six things. I do have an online course that should be up and running in October as well. So, you know, and then I also have a free class I do once a month as well on uh, the first Tuesday of the month, and my website has all of that available. So there's a plethora. Of yeah. Can you can we talk for a minute before we go to Soul Blueprint? Because I think this is related. I didn't know you were going to offer the quest in December. What are the dates for that? Um, it ends on the day of the solstice, which I think is like around. Okay, because I'm going to sign. I'm going to sign up for that. Um, I, there's a strange thing that kind of have methlexia so i just you just have to count back if you just go to the day of the solstice and count seven days back i don't have the day i'll let back. jamie do that for me <laughs> uh, jamie that jamie go ahead and do that you yeah. go do that for me um because i think my birthday is somewhere in there and i wanted to do something special for my birthday and let's talk about this because this takes me right over to soul blueprint 
how do you do all of this? I mean, you must be like me. I have a great team here. But what you're bringing forward this year and what I've just heard you talk about in your show, and by the way, you know, people can call in, they can tap in, they can get messages from you. I just want to be really clear about the depth and the breadth of what you do, Adrian. But this leads me to what has, what's happened since we talked about my soul blueprint. And let's jump over to that for a minute, and then we'll get back to the tribes. Um, by the way, everybody, go to mywildmagic.com. Take the quiz, because you'll be able to, to really see what we're talking about. Yeah, and the only key with the quiz is don't do it from your head. Make sure you're breathing to your heart. Really take the time to breathe in. You're being unconditionally loving with yourself and unconditionally honest with the quiz so that you get a pretty accurate response, keeping in mind that you're kind of what you're wanting to look for is your primary tribe of life. But some of those questions, my quiz isn't set up to be able to do all the ones that you might also be connected to. So you might feel connected to other ones, uh, but just keep it in your mind. I'm focusing on my primary tribe of light. Answer honestly from your heart and you'll be good to go. And I went back and, uh, and I, so here's what I realized, and this is going to lead me to a conversation with you about Soul Blueprint. I had the honor and the privilege of working with you uh, several weeks ago. And, and I want to bring it up because we're getting ready to talk about Soul Blueprint, but we're talking about it in the context of your tribe of light. Now, I went through the quiz and I realized I wasn't, there was one question I didn't answer honestly. And I said to you during the break, people may have heard this during the break. I said, okay, Adrian, can I go back and change it? Because what I realized down the road is that what I did was I kind of answered that question, but I needed to be more direct about it. Now, what will the soul blueprint help people understand? Because the reason I bring this up is I have not been able to get the sessions that you and I did out of my brain, out of my heart. And I'm reminded of them every mid or major decision that I've been making since then. I don't know if that's how the soul blueprint works, but I'm waiting for you to enlighten us all. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so um, I'm going to back up just a little bit here. So, uh, so when I was 15, I did have a near-death experience, and um, in that, it was a car accident, and I was driving, lost control of the car in the rain, and in the process of that, um, I hit my head, which is a lot of near-death experience things, you know, kind of opens you up a little bit. I didn't, I didn't, never went to the hospital, never had any injuries, you know, but it was one of those things, you're here and you're gone kind of thing, and when as I was rising above my body, I remember seeing like a, a big golden swirl of light and big, kind of like golden angels, I guess. And uh, I had a reason to come back in. So I did come back into my body, focus that right back down. And um, it probably took me, I just kind of went into shock probably for a little bit after that uh, because I was changing. Whatever happened um, was literally kind of changing the nature of who I was very deeply, right? From I started out being this person, had the car accident, was kind of a different person afterwards. And so your body has to kind of catch up a little bit. So um, about when I got to be about 
2021, right around in there, I was initiated into Reiki. And that kind of sparked the opening of all the things that happened in the car accident. And I started doing um, readings with people almost right away, like in massage school. You know, I was in massage school at the time and getting Reiki and all that. So when I was doing readings with people over the years, I started noticing that, ah, there's, there's these beams behind people. Who are they? And before long, I started noticing each person had kind of a signature. Oh, that's angelic. Like you could start feeling the signature tone of these different beings. So these feel like angels. These feels like star beings. These feels like cosmic beings. So before long, I, I started having names because each one had a frequency to them. Then when you get into the frequency, okay, these are archangels. These are angels of light. These are um, um, these are star beings from the Pleiadians. Like each one has a unique signature tone, or these are the ascended masters. So it became over about the last 30 years or so, more and more aligned up. But then they would also start to show me the angels, the great central sun angels, which is what I work with. And I'm a galactic being is that they start, they start showing me the chakras and how the chakras would be power flames. And um, basically we have a sacred archetype when I mean, you connect to it. So it's kind of like over the years, they kept showing me the different pieces to eventually I had these six different pieces that created what I call the soul blueprint on that level. Totally forgot your question though. <laughs> no, but that is it. That is the answer to the, that is the answer to the question. Because, you know, what I love about this, and I didn't expect this, and certainly let me just make a comment. Um, for somebody like me, uh, and, and knowing, right, all of this, it is really clear to me, I knew we were going to do this show. So I knew we'd get to talk about it. But what I realize is, that a lot of people look at things like a soul blueprint as having a beginning and an end. And what I want to share today, and this is what you can talk about a bit. And I also want to, I also want to talk to you about my council of life. Um, what I'm noticing in the work you do is for me, it opened up a door of insight, knowledge, and relief. Relief. Why? So, so I was going to say, okay, so in the energy, right? So what happens is this part of you that's a soul, it, um, it knows when somebody's telling you the truth. It knows when you hear the truth or whatever. So there's a lot of things that are said in a day that are just meaningless. But when somebody talks to you soul to soul and there's a truth to it, it's not tainted with a lie, a story, a projection, whatever. You can hear the truth. And then your soul may take, when we do a soul blueprint, it's a lot of compressed information that if you had known it as a child, you'd be kind of in your own enlightenment. You'd be on your, your own little Buddha self, which I think you are anyway, by the way, just so you know, I just love you so much. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so um, in the energy, the soul blueprint, once you hear the information and it might, you may not even consciously understand the words I'm using or the language I'm using at first, but because it's more of a soul language, a language of light, what happens is your soul takes it in and it starts processing the information and it starts changing you almost as if you're having a rebirth. You're maybe not a near-death experience, but like a rebirth, you're yeah. remembering a sense in a rebirth, you're remembering the truth of who you are and that can span however however long it does but i'd say that once you do a soul blueprint even though it's intense block of information that happens over two sessions you end up processing it for i'd say quite a while i'd say you know um 
yeah, I mean, you're probably going to be engaged with it your whole life, but it can take weeks, months, maybe even years to fully integrate it. So it, which was, I think, the question you asked, you know. Yeah, it is. And then, you know, I want to continue this too, because what I love about this is, um, maybe this is not true of everybody. I, since, since you and I met, and we met multiple times since we met, I really have had these flashbacks. And I don't know what else to call them. Some people call them deja vu. Jessica had a deja vu yesterday. But I, I get these little flashes. And they are moments sometimes where I have completely, without a doubt, doubted myself and every aspect of who I was, right? In those moments. They don't last long, but now I see them as, oh, girl, are you doing that again? Yeah. Are you doing that? You think you're an imposter thing again? And it's so fascinating to me because I would have never reflected upon that prior to us getting together. I would have probably sucked that energy in, like that moment in like, what year was that stupid thing? Like, like. And it was the most ridiculous, ridiculous scenario that I'm not even going to share it. I'll have to tell you later. It yeah. was, it was, it was honestly, I didn't even remember it, but it had to do with disco. And, okay. but, and it was so benign that I could feel the doubt, right? In a way that I could help myself. The problem is, if I'd have been more aware about my tribal light, I could have asked for some help. Maybe I got some help. Can we talk a minute about how the tribe of light can guide us to that better life you talk about? Yeah. So, you know, some I think a common thing that people think about and they have acceptance for is we have a guardian angel. And I do feel that we all do have kind of a unique guardian angel that looks over us that's in and of itself a guardian angel. But your tribe of light is like, it's, it's a group of like a guardian angels in a way that come forth on your behalf. And, you know, one of the cool like spirit hacks that I would say about the soul, about our evolution is you got to ask questions. So when you say, you know, um, how will this affect me or, uh, um, you know, what can I do to achieve this? Or, uh, you know, just, just asking questions, you know, I want to learn this, that kind of thing. Then the minute you ask questions, your soul opens up and kind of has to answer the energy of whatever's going on. So when you ask your tribe of light, help me find a parking place. There's nothing too big or too small. People sort of overestimate. They're like, oh my God, unless I'm asking for Jesus, Mother Mary, you know, whatever to, to, you know, for on behalf of the earth, I just can't ask for anything. But your tribe of lights, like, help me figure out how to sleep better at night, yeah. to find a parking place that's ideal, help me have a day that's of smooth sailing, help me to bring in, you know, the perfect life partner, help me with this health issue I'm going through, help me with my cat. So there's nothing too big or too small. And they're like your best friends are really like great friends on the inner levels. So the more you call them in and start working with them in your meditation, in your daily life, in your like little quirky things that are going on, the more you're going to feel the signature tone of them. 
and work with them uh, to help you. And so they actually, the other thing is they have free will. And if you were not in human form, you'd actually be in that temple of light with them, but they do have free will and they're actually evolving by getting to be of service with you. So you're the one in human form having this awesome experience. They're kind of above sort of helping to guide and look at you. And they have this amazing way of aligning people and opportunities and situations on the inner level so that all you have to do is just walk into your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to do this and Benny, let's go ahead and skip the break if we could. Um, One of the things that I want to make sure everybody knows, especially if you're just tuning in, uh, one, please go ahead and check out mywildmagic.com. Take the quiz. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more. But, you know, Adriana is a spiritual teacher. She's an intuitive messenger. She comes forward and, you know, look, what she has committed to in her life you know, to bring these unique spiritual experience to connect you with your council of light and awaken your soul blueprint. Because if you've been through the 20 months that 20 plus months, all of us have been through, you know, you haven't given up hope. But wouldn't you want to know how to bring the light fully back in your life? I mean, I know for me, that it has been through the blessings of having these dialogues that has helped us continue to grow and change and make some major decisions, you know, here. I mean, for example, Adrian, I love what you just said. Some days it's not about solving world hunger, right? Um, but decisions like, do I sign a lease and double my space in the middle of a pandemic? Most people would say, I mean, you should hear my accountants and the other people when, when I brought that up. They're like, what are you thinking? I said, I'm not thinking. I know it's the right thing to do. I know we're growing. I know we're in standing. I know there's a great lease rate. So what happens with me is I wait so long to get back to the realtor. He thinks I'm playing a game. And he drops the rate four four times lower. But I knew I had to expand here. Sometimes it's not going to be logical, is it? No, not at all. You know what I mean? And you know, they help you to kind of stay in your heart too, because we get very distracted as human beings, you know, in our mind, in our emotions, in our drama, in our ego, and your tribe of light are really great beings that kind of help you to sort of stay centered in your heart and what it is you really want, because I think people underestimate, like just the word fulfillment, you know what I mean? Like, it's not about what we accomplish, succeed, do, how much money we make, all those kinds of things. It's really just our day-to-day fulfillment, you know, that we've got going for us. And that's where they tend to kind of steer us in that direction. You know I mean? Not that you can't have success or abundance or all those things, but if you don't have it without fulfillment, it's kind of meaningless. Mm -hmm. You're just chasing emptiness, basically. I want to talk about two things before we get into really a little bit more detail about tribes. First of all, people can listen to your show and listen to your podcast, right? So let's just tell people when that is, because it's like right around the corner, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell Look. folks about your show and how to and give them the time and the information and certainly Transformation Talk Creator is a place to be. But you're bringing the message to the airwaves. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, my podcast is My Wild Magic, um, which is also named my website and company, My Wild Magic with Adrian, which is me, your your lovely host. And um, 
I kind of have the show divided up just because the way my mind works into four different categories that we go through a month. One is a live unplugged defying gravity where I invite somebody on like Dr. Pat, who was my first guest um, about people who are fulfilling their soul blueprint and they have defied gravity. They have leaped off into the wild abyss and they are following their passion. So that's what the first show is about. And just hearing other people's stories and what they've been through, their highs, their lows and whatever. The second week I go into, um, uh, spirit hacks, things that you can do that are going to make your life easier, like blessing balls and certain meditation techniques and really cool things that just help your life. The third show of the month I do is uh, on angelic magic, where we're literally tuning into angels and we're clearing the space. We're literally clearing things in your unconscious, sort of like doing a session on a group level. Then the fourth session is on Indigo Soul Tribe, which is all about the indigo uh, more than likely, a lot of people who pay attention to the Transformation Network are probably in that category of the Indigo Soul Tribe. Um, and you also may have children that are coming in, but it's all about the new earth energy and how to move into that new earth uh, vibration that we have moved into now. Oh, and it's Wednesday. I'm <laughs> sorry. It's, it's Wednesday. Today. It's today. And it's at yeah. 2 o'clock uh, Pacific time, 5 o'clock yeah. Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great show. Um, the vision quest. I love that you're doing it. For those of you out there, it's in December. You're going to hear more about it. We're going to make sure we start to at least, put, you know, create a 30 second spot so we can be aware of it. Why am I so excited about that? First of all, I've worked with Adrian and I understand how the shackles of or the weight of the sludge we carry with us becomes so invisible to us that sometimes we need an Adrian to help us. The second thing is, I would love for all of you to know the power of your tribe of life. My tribe of life. Okay, so I went and took the quiz and I encourage everybody to take the quiz. Now, guess which one I picked? And you know, it makes total sense to me now. I mean, I'm so hooked on every space sci-fi, Apple TV's got a new deal foundation, anything like that, I have been attracted to it since the minute I could speak as a kid, whether it's television, invasion from an, I don't care what it is. So when I took the quiz, I was like, oh, maybe I am from another planet. But people will get a download of the PDF. So mine was galactic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got it all. I mean, basically, galactic beings are all about multitasking. They're all about the ability to uh, be of service on a much bigger scale. You know what I mean? And, you know, and I, again, I think that you have kind of a hybrid energy with you where you're working with the star beings and the star frequencies, helping the planet to evolve, as well as the galactic councils who are helping to upgrade the planet for our own, the planetary evolution as a whole with all sentient beings. So you have got a lot uh, kind of working on your behalf there. Absolutely. And I, I have to tell you, I, for people that are not seeing my screen, um, what I want everybody to know is that this is a very insightful download that you'll get to explain the Galactic Tribe of Light. But I want to get back to where we started because we've talked about so much, but the takeaway I get from this and, and also from you and from listening to your show and working with you directly is that what if we, all of us, 
can know that we've got this tribe that we could call on for anything. Anything. Yeah. And I tell you what, it's like maximum efficiency, minimum effort, which is a spiritual principle. And what happens is when you come in and you have a goal, a vision, a desire, something that's meaningful to you, and then you get that power of spirit coming in and backing you, that source energy, your tribe of light, um, you know, your own higher presence, it's like it, it maximizes the energy. So it, it's just, it's minimum effort on your part, maximum efficiency in the energy field when you can get a whole team. I mean, who wouldn't want to have uh, a, a cheerleading team that's going to like help put, you know, the right people, the right place, the right timing into effect. And all you have to do is walk forward into it, whatever it is throughout your day. Yeah. You know, um, Adrian, I know that you are, you work tirelessly to help people. I know that this is a pathway for you. Uh, and I love how creative you are in engaging all of us. And the question that I ask, and, and boy, I'll tell you, you know, I had to go back and the question that I changed, and I'll just share it with everybody was, there's a question that asked, do you something like, do other people's emotions or other people's journey or other people's something or other emotions, yeah. emotions affect you to the point where you're taken down for days? And what I said to you was, I didn't quite answer the question because I got way logical on it. I can't afford to be down a couple of days, period. But I think the question was, does it have an impact on you, right? Yeah. Um, I want to ask you this. How do we call upon those superhero traits that we have? Everybody listening to the show. Yeah. So whether you know who your tribe of light is or not, and again, I would, you know, encourage people to take the quiz. It's free. It's online on my website, myworldmagic.com. Um, you have to kind of point you in the right direction, get the PDF or that kind of thing. But um, if you just even say, I'm calling forth to my tribe of light, it'll work. You know what I mean? Just I'm calling into my tribe of light. I'm calling into the beings that are, you know, in my highest and best interest, but specifically your tribe of light, they already know who they are. They've been with you since you're a baby. They're going to be with you when you pass from this world and help you to integrate your life experience. So they're with you on either side of those portals of coming in or leaving this earth. And they're with you all the time. So you just say, I'm calling in my tribe of light, boom, council of light, family of light, whatever word works for you you know, they know it, they know your intention and they will show up on your behalf. And you'll notice that the other thing they do is they upgrade your intuition. You know what I mean? Like your intuition will start to get stronger naturally. You'll start to make more coherent decisions that are more um, in alignment for you. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you this. First of all, I want to thank you for saying yes to bring your message forward. I think it's so important and so needed. And, you know, the reason that I love having these conversations with you is because I hope that the folks who are listening understand that we get that this is a time that you all are going through that's going to really captivate and activate enormous transformation in your life. Um, and if you're like me, you've spent most of the early years in your life thinking you could do it all alone. I don't know what I don't know what archetype that is. Well, well hang um, on. one more thing I forgot is about the tribe of light. The other thing that's super, super big about them is that because we have been through so much in the last 20 months, they bring forth healing energy. That's it. They bring, they are healers at their core, whether it's a mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual. And if you're a healer, you are always working with your tribe of light, whether you know it or not. 
So they're great on the healing front as well. Wow. Now, you've got a show coming up here at 2 o'clock Pacific time. My Wild Magic with Adrian. And you're going to be talking about, first of all, I don't want to give the whole thing away, but it's also an interview. Uh, the other thing that people should know is during your shows, you open up the phone lines. You really invite people to come in. And there's no question too big, too small, too whatever, get rid of the word too. I mean, you've opened this forum up, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I'm totally happy for people to call in, answer questions. Sometimes it's just an intuitive thing where anytime I answer a question, it's usually I'm going to be tuning into that person specifically anyway. So it might be a life question. It might be something that we're covering on the show. But yeah, I'm happy to have people call in. Um, and then you have a very special guest today as well. Yeah, uh, Tamara Lanera, and uh, he is with Horsefield. And, and that's really what I keep holding here. It's just one of my little my little things that I always keep, but it's an EMF. It kind of helps with your EMF, but it also creates harmony in your body. So it's just a cool conversation about how to keep your body more balanced with all of the electronic fields that are out there and uh, just the harmony of keeping our body grounded. You know, Adrian, I can't thank you enough. I want to ask you this last question. Thank you so much for bringing this forward at a time where people don't even know what they don't know except that they want to have a great life. They know that. And what you're helping people with is understand what serves them, what doesn't, and how to move forward in a very powerful way. The tribe as well. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? And thank you for joining me. No, well, thank you for having me on. It's just been a real honor and a pleasure. I'm just so grateful just for meeting you as a whole. And uh, yeah, the message is really just to be in your unconditional love. I mean, quite honestly, at the end of the day, I think that's just do that, you know, just focus on being in the essence of your own unconditional love and living your life true to your unconditional love for yourself and all of life. I got to tell you, I am really eager to get to know this tribe of light, the great central sun angels and the galactic fire angels and everything in between. Adrian, thank you for everything you do. Thank you for the people you surround yourself well with that bring this forward. Thank you so much for helping all of us understand ourselves and our soul blueprint. Yeah, well, thank you so much for what you do. You're bringing it all out to the world. Jamie, Benny. Thank you so much for today. Great show. And most importantly, this is the best listening audience on the planet. I know it. And you are, I can tell you, thank you for your emails. Thank you for your calls. Some of you somehow got my cell phone number. It's okay. You can text me. We're also interested in what do you want to know more of? If you want to know something, email us at live, L-I-V-E at the drpatshow.com. We're planning 2022. We're also planning our new channels. We're going to get you involved in everything from which channel to launch next and logo contest. All of that. Thank you, Adrian, Benny, Jamie. We'll see you next time.